Hey everyone, I'm Chris Hadley and welcome to another edition of the Viewfinder Podcast. Where once the term celebrity was commonly associated with public figures like entertainers, athletes, and politicians, the word is now used to describe the Kim Kardashians, Bethany Frankels, Amorosas, and Snookies of the world. Reality TV stars whose personalities are the only reason why they're famous in the first place. The same can also be said for millennial social media influencers like Jake and Logan Paul, Jenna Marbles, Shane Dawson, and Tyler Oakley, whose connection with Generation Z is just as strong as the millions of audiences who watch the popular, albeit contrived, dramas of the so-called reality TV genre. Yet, both mediums are effective in presenting a glamorous but ultimately deceptive look at the so-called perfect life that social media followers and reality TV audiences desperately crave. That deception, and the negative effects it has on average people, inspired actor and filmmaker Mike Heslin to create the brilliant satirical miniseries The Influencers, now streaming on Amazon Prime. The Influencers co-stars Heslin and Noam Ash, who also co-executive produced the series with Heslin and co-star Nicholas Wilson, a.k.a. Scotty Dynamo, as contestants on a Big Brother-style reality show that pits six fabulous yet incredibly superficial influencers in a high-stakes social media branding competition that puts their personalities and promotional skills to the ultimate test. Heslin's time spent working in the social media business, his personal observations on how those he collaborated with were often lacking in the entrepreneurial department, and his own love of reality TV itself prompted him to create a comedy where the unblinking eye of TV cameras and the judgment of TV audiences can make or break the destinies of six obnoxious Gen Zers. I'm honored to have Mike and Noam on the Viewfinder podcast today to discuss the influencers. Welcome, guys. It's great to have you on the show. Mike, what inspired you to create the influencers and how did you develop the concept for the show? Yeah, so uh, the idea for the influencers came about a few years ago. I was between acting gigs and I, I was working for a social media agency. Um, and so, you know, I had the, the privilege to work with a lot of interesting folks. And um, I always uh, feel like I have to preface this with like, of course, you know, there are people out there who have done an incredible job at, uh, you know, making their online persona work for them and bringing in six figures and tons of my friends who are influencers are very business savvy. Um, but so now that I got that out of the way, that being said, I, I worked with some really interesting people who, you know, and I think we've all seen these characters on Instagram and TikTok before, you know, who are super beautiful, but like maybe at the end of the day, don't necessarily have much of a skill set. So I, I thought of this idea a few years ago. I was like, well, what would happen if you took a bunch of these types of people and put them in an unfiltered setting where they couldn't like, you know, Photoshop and perfectly curate their lives and, and they still had to perform. Um, and that just really tickled me. And I ran with it uh, and wrote the whole season within a couple months. And um, yeah, that kind of was the birth of it. And, and I pulled a lot from uh, inspiration from, you know, different reality shows, uh, uh, as well as mockumentaries, because I just love the form uh, with shows like The Comeback and Best in Show. So I just kind of took all these things and combined these various inspirations. And that's kind of how the show was born. 
Tell me about the characters that you and Noam play and the influencers, as well as the others that we meet in the series and the actors who play them. Sure, sure. Um, so uh, there's five, uh, six, sorry, uh, there's six influencers in the show who are selected to go live in this big brother type house together to compete. Um, and then there's a few other characters as well. Um, so uh, Noam, I'll let you take over. Talk about the, the influencer you play. Noam plays okay. Cruz, who's one of the six influencers. Yeah. So um, I play Cruz uh, and Cruz is... Uh, you know, he's uh, an entrepreneur. He bills himself as the entrepreneur for the millennial generation. And his sort of thing is that he can help you become a millionaire before age 30. Um, but as you go through the show, it kind of becomes apparent that he doesn't necessarily know exactly what he's talking about. Um, and there's some uh, foul play, shall we say, during the competition. Um, and a fun sort of behind the scenes story um, is that when uh, we were developing the show and Mike shared the, the script with me, he had a different character in mind for me, but I read the scripts and I was like, oh my God, this guy is so funny. You have to let me play him. Uh, and so uh, I think the character sort of took a, a bit of a turn, I would say. Um, would you agree, Mike, in terms of uh, how he developed? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I When I wrote it, I had a very different vision. But I mean, that's the amazing thing about kind of, you know, filmmaking and, and you know, the kind of behind the scenes magic is. And it happened a lot with a, a lot of the other characters, too, um, like um, uh, definitely uh, with Samantha, who plays Kristen, um, you know, but it's like I had one thing in my head and then the actors are like, you know, take it and run with it. And they brought their own ideas and thoughts to the table, things that I had never even considered or like a different take or a different angle. Um, and that was really exciting. And, and, you know, that kind of is just great for the creative process because you're bouncing off of each other. So like I presented this character, then Noam was like, well, what about this? And I was like, oh yeah. And then, you know, we just kept uh, kind of spitballing from there, but yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, he, uh, Cruz is just such uh, a fun, fun character. And I was definitely inspired. I had read uh, an interview with Catherine O'Hara right before we started filming. And it was when in doubt, one of the things she said was, when in doubt, act insane. And I just <laughs> loved that so much. And I found it so freeing. And Cruz is such an oddball. Uh, and it was really one of uh, my favorite roles to date. It's been so fun just bringing him to life. Yeah, that definitely is a relevant quote for Cruz. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I, I play Taylor, who's uh, one half of the obnoxious Insta couple. Um, and, and when writing it, you know, and figuring out who these six characters were going to be, I kind of took a look at like, what are, you know, let's go broad. What are the stereotypical kind of influencers people like love to hate or love to make fun of uh, or that we see the most? Um, and I think an Insta couple, you know, we see Insta couples online all the time. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I play Taylor, who was, um, shall we say, the more normal of the two, if there can be such a thing. But <laughs> I was going to say, that's a, that's a generous statement, but yeah, yes. They're a very dysfunctional couple. And, and yeah, and then other than that, we had... Um, we had uh, Kristen, who's kind of your like basic LA Coachella loving girl. Um, we have Zoe, who's the jet setting kind of 
you know, in a new country every other week uh, type influencer. And then we had uh, Parker, who's the the fitness buff, who, uh, you know, is just kind of constantly posting uh, thirst traps and uh, uh, turning it into a business to be an online personal trainer. And who plays those characters? Um, so Samantha Gracie plays Kristen. She's brilliant. Um, I had never worked with her or met her before this, and she is just fantastic. Uh, mm. uh, my friend Luciana um, Fallhaber plays Zoe, um, and uh, Luciana and I actually go way back. We met in uh, acting, uh, an acting school in uh, L.A. like years ago, and we've been friends forever. Um, and then Joey Belfiore plays Parker. He's also incredibly funny. Um, I can't wait to see him blow up because I think he's so talented. And then my real life partner, Nick Wilson, plays uh, the my uh, on-screen partner, uh, Tyler. And just uh, jump in right there to anyone who wonders, uh, Mike and Nick could not be more different than Tyler and Taylor. They are not <laughs> nearly as, well, I shouldn't even say nearly as obnoxious. They are not at all obnoxious in real life. And they're just uh, super, super fun to work with and uh, be on set. And I think it was kind of cool how you guys were able to sort of poke fun at, you know, what a lot of, you know, public figure couples sort of, inevitably go through just through, um, you know, the fact that you're both out and proud and, you know, together online. And uh, so I think it was really cool how you guys managed to poke fun at that a little bit. And, uh, but rest assured everyone that they are not like Tyler and Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> With those characters, including the ones that you play based specifically on any real life influencers and reality TV personalities, or did you borrow from a variety of both types while heightening the most noticeable and obnoxious traits? Yeah, it's it was kind of a mix of all of those things. Uh, like I said, you know, I started broad to be like, okay, so you know, for this first season, what what are the the you know the most stereotypical types of influencers that we see the most regularly, and then kind of honed in and got specific from there. Um, no, no single character is based on one specific person, um, but uh, when you see the show, you can see it's like packed with uh, you know references of social media scandals and fire festival um so each character kind of was just a culmination of like a lot of things you know so mm -hmm. kind of uh once i honed in then i started you know uh, as and you know it's like every t every day you go online or read the news and there's like a new scandal so i would i would clock things for months and just kind of be like oh well that would be great for her if he did this um so it was kind of amazing. oh yeah I remember in the, the months leading up to production, like every other day, I would just like text Mike with a new scandal that would happen. And eventually it was like, there's too much. Like we can't even include everything. It's just so crazy. Which is great. Cause that means there's so much material for season two and three. That's right. <laughs> Mike, you work in the social media business yourself, which you discussed earlier. Of course, that meant you work closely with several real life influencers. How did that experience, as well as what you observed during that time, serve to inspire both the idea for the influencers and the characters that you, Noam and Nicholas, aka Scotty Dynamo, play in the series? Uh, yeah, uh, like I was saying, I, I, so yeah, I worked for the social media agency a while ago, and then I actually started my own. It's kind of like a social media slash creative agency. I act as a creative director uh, for several brands and clients. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it, 
it really is how the show kind of came to be. I was pulling on real life experience. Um, you know, uh, nothing is um, directly representative of a specific situation or purpose or person that I encountered, but I did pull from a bunch of experiences, including crazy 3am emails that are very unprofessional to just yeah so it definitely lent itself um you know into kind of the foundation of the show what viewers to the influencers will immediately notice is that each episode looks and feels just like an actual competition-based reality show specifically big brother while also serving as a satirical mockumentary that both spoofs and comments on reality tv itself mike as a fan of the genre, how did watching shows like Big Brother and Vanderpump Rules and other personality-based reality TV series help to inform both the production style of the influencers, the storylines in each episode, and the way you approach all of the characters of the series? Yeah, so, you know, for better or for worse, I used to feel so much shame saying this, but I'm learning to embrace it. But um, yeah, my two loves are reality TV. I watch so much trash TV. Uh, it's it is what it is. <laughs> and then, then my other love is comedy and satire. Um, like I said, the comeback and best in show are some of my favorites. Um, and I just love comedy in general. Schitt's Creek has been a personal favorite lately. But yeah, so I, I pulled from all of these things. And, and uh, to your point, as you mentioned, you know, this first season kind of um, definitely feels like a bit like big brother you know they all go live in this house that is completely you know every their every move is filmed and there's cameras in every room um and so that was fun and there's other little references from other reality shows as well but um my idea for the following seasons is that each season will be a bit different. Like, I don't want to give away too much, but the second season feels very much like a different reality show, a very popular one. Um, so, you know, it'll be kind of fun, you know, uh, God willing that this has a long life. I think every single season will kind of uh, kind of satirize a different uh, reality show. And, you know, like we said, there, there's there's plenty of material to pull from. Um, Too so, much. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be fun to just kind of continue to poke fun at all these things, because if you can't laugh at yourself, uh, well, what's the point? Right. Besides satirizing reality TV, The Influencers is also a series that satirizes social media influencers, their superficial qualities their undying desire for fame and the way they connect with their followers, including through such legal means as branding partnerships and illicit means like buying followers and that kind of stuff. Describe how you achieve that through both the characters found in the influencers, through your research on social media influencers, through spending time with the platforms they use, and through your own following of such personalities. Yeah, again, so, so I have the practical experience and someone pointed out last week, which made me laugh, but it's a very fair point and true. Um, but she was like, you know, like, I know the show's a parody, uh, but it kind of did give me some like good social media tips. It's like a social media 101, which made me laugh. But, but you know, it's like you have we had to be really familiar with the material, um, you know, uh, and kind of know the best practices of social media, or at least the foundation, you know, the the basics of it, um, so that we could authentically integrate it into the writing and with these characters. 
YouTubers, Instagrammers, and TikTokers are known as much for their ubiquity and fan following among millennials as they are for their sometimes questionable talents. As actors playing those kinds of personalities and the influencers, what did you do to accurately portray both the good and bad qualities they possess without coming across as being mean-spirited or vicious towards such personalities and their fans? Well, one of the things that I would say is that all the actors, and by actors, I mean all of the people acting within the influencer ecosystem, right? They're all a product of this environment, right? They're a product of a culture that prizes likes and attention. And so our goal was not to say, oh, these are bad people, not at all. Um, and a lot of them, you know, we relate to very deeply as characters. We all have a desire to be loved and appreciated. Um, but it's more so a commentary on our culture and what we prize as a culture more than it is a reflection of the individuals who are a product of that culture. Just in terms of the show's message, you know, I think um, comparing yourself to others, like whether it's be your beauty, how you see yourself in the mirror, or success or career or whatever, you know, I think that's a pretty universal human theme. And I think the birth of social media over the past decade has just really, really enhanced that, especially, you know, I we definitely see that even more so in like the younger generations, you know, uh, who grow up with Instagram and cell phones from an early age, it's even easier to compare yourself to others so the show is really just a reminder of like you know what you see online or in the press is not is rarely what you get in real life you know so don't let that have too much power over your life and, and again you know it's like we're all in on it we're all part of this world like everyone or i argue 98 percent of the world is on social media in some form right even if it's just to stay connected to uh family through facebook right so we're all contributors of this world to some degree and um, you know, it's more commentary, like Noam said, on kind of where we're at in this digital social media age. And uh, and and look, at the end of the day, if, if we can't laugh at ourselves, then I think we have a serious problem. So it's it's more commentary on the world we live in versus attacking, um, a, you know, a particular individual. Absolutely. In addition to co-starring all the influencers, you also worked behind the camera in its production. Mike, you directed and wrote the show, and Noam, you also co-executive produced the show with Mike. Discuss what you did to navigate both parts of the production process and how you were able to transition back and forth between them. Yeah, so I, I mean, this was a first time for me. I, I wrote it, but it was a first time where I was directing and also in it, and that was definitely a challenge. Uh, I learned a lot about that. Um, Luckily, it, he had me to help. Yes, yes, <laughs> no, for sure. Especially like during my scenes, I would like look to know him for direction because you know everyone needs. Um, direction and an objective set of eyes um so that was tricky and i i definitely was i mean we both were wearing multiple hats on set but um that kind of just speaks to the nature of mine and noam's relationship we've been friends forever but we started uh kind of working together more professionally the past couple of years um starting with uh noam's pilot boyfriends which uh just came out on youtube a couple months ago um and uh i it, I kind of did the opposite in that where I was in that and Noam created it um, and I co-produced. Um, but, but Noam and I just kind of 
see eye to eye and you know whether it's in front of or behind the camera we're just tenacious and we'll do whatever it takes to get it done so you know it was challenging of course but also that's our passion and like what feeds us and what we live for so you know it was long days sleepless nights but at the end of the day um, a ton of fun a lot of fun and i think that one of the the major things that mike was speaking to also is that you know in order to get something like this done, you need teamwork. Um, and so we're incredibly lucky um, that everyone was sort of all hands on deck and game. And Mike and I both uh, trust each other's tastes completely, um, which is, you know, it really allows you when you're supported by your team to know that no one else is going to let you make a fool of yourself. So, you know, I would make sure that we didn't move on to the next take until I was sure that Mike would be happy with what, what the result was if he was, if I were, if I was behind the camera and he was in front of the camera and vice versa. And so just sort of everyone having each other's backs creates this environment where you're allowed to risk more, try more things, be more creative. Um, and that goes not just from the producing side, which was me, Nick, and Mike, but also, you know, everyone in the cast. I mean, um, Samantha Gracie, uh, who plays Kristen, turns out she's also an amazing, like, makeup artist. So she would, like, help me, uh, you know, she would, like, jump in and tweak a little bit and help out. And it was just a really great team effort. And I think that's the key to pulling off a good production. Yeah. And, and just lastly, the thing that we're the most proud of with this project is be at least, um, you, you know, as a filmmaker and artist, like you, you can tear something to shreds and, you, you know, I could pick a, uh, the show apart for 10 years on like w things I might've done differently, but what we're the most proud of, um, is that I think it was definitely for me, the most creatively fulfilling process I've ever had and the cast and the crew to this day, you know, it's almost two years later uh, when I run into people, they, they say, man, that was still the most fun I've ever had. Cause it truly was an all hands on deck collaborative experience where everyone was equally contributing. You felt incredibly safe um, and taken care of and not afraid to fail or like try something crazy or ridiculous. Um, and if nothing, else i think that's uh you know a testament to um what a good thing we had going with the show in what ways has your work with the influencers shaped and changed how you look at both reality tv the role of social media influencers in society and your own presences on social media yeah you know it's Social media is a tricky thing, right? I think it's a total double-edged sword. I think it can be incredibly polarizing as we've seen, you know, especially in 2020 with, you know, the pandemic and the election, you know. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's tricky. And, but that being said, I do think it does, I kind of will always defend social media, um, you know, because I think it does ultimately bring a lot of good. And I think, you know, while it can go poorly 
so you know often i think it does ultimately connect and unite us like i i know personally i'm connected with people back home who i totally would have lost touch with if it weren't for you know instagram and facebook like people i went to high school with or you know uh, kind of distant family members and i love the fact that um i'm i am connected to them and can kind of keep tabs and we check in every once in a while so i do believe it it can do a lot of good but it is a double-edged sword and especially in our industry it's also hard too because it's uh kind of um a necessary evil you know i mean not even in our industry but like any sort of business you know you're it's can be a very useful tool um Mm -hmm. but that's also exhausting and a chore to feel like you have to like on social media what, what well, are your thoughts? No. yeah I, I mean I completely agree and I think that another way to look at this is that social media is a relatively new tool within the human toolbox um, and like any tool it can be used for good and it can be used for evil and it can be used in super healthy and productive ways that allow us to keep in touch with people that before we couldn't uh, you know Personally, my, uh, my immediate family lives on the other side of the planet. And without technology and without all these things, we would feel much less connected um, than we would otherwise. That said, I think that every tool can be used well and it can be used in damaging ways. Um, and I think the show is exploring part of the ways in which it can also be damaging. Um, And I think that the more we learn how to use this tool, how to use it productively, how to use it in a healthy way, the more good it will do. Discuss how the influencers and its cast, yourselves included, have used social media to gain awareness of the show among audiences while using the photos and the video posted on the show's social media accounts to enhance the content that already exists in the series itself. Yeah, I mean, social media was a a huge tool for us and uh, just getting the influencers out there and spreading word of mouth. Um, Noam and I both co-founded our production company, Wellverse Entertainment, which is, uh, you know, an indie production company. Um, And we're very proud of it, but we are a young company and social media has been tremendous uh we've been very overwhelmed by the by the positive response and the support from audiences um the views and the the numbers on amazon prime have been incredible and it's um, largely because of social media because there are these outlets where you can you know if you're a creator an artist or anyone with a message you can get it out there if you are crafty and thrifty Yeah, look, in a lot of ways, we owe a lot of our success to social media. We don't hate social media. We love social media. We just don't like some of the ways in which it's used. Um, But again, that's not to confuse the tool with the manner in which it's used. Um, Social media has democratized so much, uh, you know, content. It's allowed us to create a lot more things and a way that we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. And we're incredibly grateful for all of the audience and our hashtag fans who, um, who watch the show and hopefully learn something from it while giggling. And how has all that positive reaction helped to elevate your company, Wellverse Entertainment, its profile in the indie film industry, the projects you've put out, such as the influencers and the other series we mentioned, Boyfriends, and that of you both as filmmakers and actors. 
Yeah, I mean, to Noam's point, we really do owe so much to, I guess, social media and, and YouTube and, and just the, these free outlets uh, that let creators or, you know, anyone kind of uh, do their thing. Because uh, Noam can talk more about this in a second, but Noam's uh, web series, My Gay Roommate, is what, and the success uh, through that on YouTube is what led to uh, the pilot we produced, Boyfriends. Um, we launched Boyfriends in, I believe, October and it got like a million and a half views in a month um, and then influencers came out two months later so we've been very fortunate uh, and again it's through these <laughs> tools and social media platforms that we were able to have the success and because of that uh, we're very excited and fortunate that people have been approaching us uh, to do some new things including yeah, because some- because at the end of the day it's showing that there's a hunger for our content, right? That it's resonating with people and that people are enjoying our stories. Um, So um, that is true of a lot of different things on social media as explored on the influencers. Uh, You just have to pay attention to the good stuff like us. (laughs) And Noam, I should also mention that I interviewed you several years back about my gay roommate for Snobby Robot, the web series Mm -hmm. blog I write for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I remember. It was wonderful. It was a great show. In past interviews, Mike, you've talked about how The Influencers is unique in that it's a scripted series where the main characters are people whose lives are dominated by their presence on social media. Tell me about how that element of this show makes it unique, not just from other comedies, but also from other mockumentaries and parodies of both reality TV and social media influencers. Yeah, well, so I think, first of all, mockumentaries and satire in general is really, well, as we've discovered, it's really tricky to pull off because it's it's a little different than your average comedy. And it certainly has given me an even greater respect than I already had for people like Christopher Guest, um, Michael Patrick King. Um, and creators who kind of establish and excel at the genre. Um, Because, you know, it's a tricky balance because you often in these sorts of shows, you have these larger than life characters, but the show um, overall has to have a sort of uh, self-awareness while the characters absolutely uh, have zero self-awareness <laughs> yeah exactly um so it, it's a it's a tricky balance and and to be honest part of the reason that really inspired me to really run with this idea in the beginning was i i, I couldn't believe it hadn't been done yet uh because this was this was about two years ago when shows like the circle and love is blind were like the number one shows on netflix you know so so there's been reality shows incorporating social media but it hadn't really been explored or tapped into in this way in a, a scripted narrative form um so it it is unique just on that front um and like i said it was a tricky balance to achieve but uh it seems like we did it or audiences seem to be enjoying it are there any projects you're working on at the moment and how far along are they in the production process considering that the pandemic is still going on yeah the big yeah so we we have a our production company has a slate that includes several series several features um but they're all in various um stages of development. Some are uh, in pre-production, some are earlier in development, uh, some are in concept, Um, but we have a really exciting slate that we're developing and we hope to share some exciting news soon. 
is it, it, and what's exciting is uh, especially the things that are I'd say more immediately ready to go are a, a little bit different than the episodic uh, comedies we've been doing the past couple of years. Um, so that's going to be really exciting, and hopefully we can share more on that soon. Finally, what are your overall hopes for the success of the influencers, and what do you hope people get from watching it? Um, you know, again, I really just hope that you, look, the, look, the show is like a million laughs hopefully um you know it's it's served up in laughs but i hope people really walk away with it um remembering you know don't take everything so seriously what you see on instagram or wherever is not necessarily the truth you know people are always presenting their the best versions of themselves so don't compare yourself to others don't let it have too much power over uh your life uh but we're very proud We, we already kind of accomplish what we set out to do and again are so overwhelmed by the support and the love and we just hope that it leads to us being able to do this again and again and again and it looks like it will and i i mean i'd love to do a uh, several more seasons of the influencers i have a ton of ideas uh and each season will be a very different fun thing so uh god willing just gotta you know come up with the funding but um yeah, hopefully it'll have a long, long life and we'll be shooting season two um, later this year. Amen. Mike Heslin and Noah Mash are the co-stars and co-executive producers of The Influencers, which you can see exclusively on Amazon Prime. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the Viewfinder podcast today to talk about it. And by the way, where can people reach you on your show on social media and on the web? Yeah, sure. You can follow me on social at, at Mike Heslin. Um, the, the show is on Amazon Prime, but you can follow our production company at at, at Wellversed Ent, E-N-T. Um, and you can check out our website, uh, www.wellversedent.com. And I also have an Instagram at Mr. Noam Ash, if anyone would like to connect with me on there. I was going to let you plug you. So. <laughs> I was like, I was conveniently excluded from that list. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, again, please keep us posted on any other new projects you've got coming on. And you've always have an invitation to come on the Viewfinder podcast to talk about them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us. We You're really very welcome. Thank it. you so much. Thank You're very you. welcome. It's my pleasure, guys. That's the Viewfinder podcast for this week. I'm Chris Hadley. Until next time, please stay safe, stay healthy, and stay put. And thanks for listening.